0: Hello and welcome to Agents Represent. I'm Daniel Kwan.
1: And I'm Agatha Chang.
0: And we're your hosts. Now, today's episode is about the Wuxia genre of, you know, yes. Chinese pop culture and fiction. And we have a very special guest for this episode. It's Agatha. It's me? It's
1: Agatha. I'm here.
0: Now, Agatha is normally the co-host of this show, yes, but I today am. Agatha is. The... You, you would say the co-guest. You, Agatha is the guest.
1: I am the guest, I, but also the co-host.
0: But also the co-host. A.K.A. co-guest. <laughs> A.K.A. co-guest. <laughs> now, this is actually our second time recording this. Uh-huh. This was, I goofed. We had a big mix-up. But I think the conversation that's going to come out of this is actually going to be much better than the first time we recorded it. Yep. Um, I mean, when we record, agents represent like the sessions usually last like a couple hours, but mm-hmm. what you get is about an hour of that, mm-hmm. and it's because there's a, a, a lot of preamble. We just had like a really long conversation about business. Yep. Um, Daniel
1: was uh, teaching me about business management. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I learned a lot. It's it's true. And we both learned a lot, um, but now it's time for you to teach me about usha
1: oh (laughs) i'm here
0: (laughs) it's gonna be great um but before we get into that news obviously may 7th you got a big thing coming out
1: Mm -hmm. my game co that i'm
0: (laughs) co-authoring
1: co-authoring with Lol francis is called hearts of wulin and that's spelled w-u-l-i-n and it is my wuxia melodrama game. Yes. It's a game about
0: drama. It's a game of martial arts, drama in ancient China.
1: Yeah, and you get to like fight sick fights and then also have a lot of internal conflicts.
0: <laughs> fight sick fights and have internal emotional strife.
1: Oh my gosh. so mu- so many, in- So many heightened emotions.
0: It's going to be great. Oh, it is great! Yeah, I'm excited. I haven't played it yet, and I'm looking forward to it. I'm gonna run it for so, you. So May seventh, you got that coming out. Mm-hmm. Obviously, next month we have um, episode two of New Shambala. Yes, uh, it things got intense. It went from like like five to five hundred.
1: Yeah, it really did. It was in good. One
0: episode, I was very pleased. Like a character almost dies. Like wow. no no spoilers, but a character almost dies. Okay, and this I,
1: I'm just so excited. I feel like the title of this episode should be hashtag spoiler alert. <laughs> just don't <laughs> listen to this episode. <laughs> JK JK no JK but it's JK, true JK learn
0: all about Hearts of Wulin. <laughs> um, but yeah, episode two is really intense, and so we were both very sick. Oh, and we finally man. I was the other day I finally sent it in to to, to James. Mm-hmm. So. Episode two should be available to patrons very soon. Yes. Um, listen to it. It's awesome. If you're not a patron of the One Shot Network, you should become a patron of the mm-hmm. One Shot Network mm-hmm. because there are so many great shows there, behind-the-scenes content, and, of course, our behind-the-scenes content because mm-hmm. Agatha, Jade, myself, Amar, we're pretty awesome. It's true. Yeah. we are <laughs> <you're> so <laughs> nonchalant about it. It's true.
1: I mean, true story.
0: True story. Um, so, yeah, we got that. Um, we're both gonna be in we've got a whole bunch of convention appearances lined up mm-hmm. uh next month, may you've got your Kickstarter, but I'm gonna be in l a uh with some one shot peeps for d d live oh
1: you fancy Ooh,
0: I'm just like trad
1: <laughs> yeah, that's good, good yeah, stuff. so
0: I'm like d d live in may um june i don't think we have anything no july we're both going to buffalo for queen city conquest yes. at damon college yes uh august you're going to be at gen con yes i am uh we're <laughs> also going to be at fan expo at the end of august oh you're going to be at are, F- are you going to be at fan expo too i mean uh, it's local you get in
1: i don't know if i'm going i may i may i'm not sure i haven't decided
0: okay we'll figure it out i'm going to be at fan expo at the end of august yes uh september usually like we don't do anything and I then October, don't. I'm going to be at Big Bad Con. I Big mean,
1: Bad Con, and Jade is going to go. too. Jade's also going to go. Yeah.
0: And then November for Metatopia. And do you do you plan on going to Metatopia?
1: I haven't decided. Oh wait, no, I'm not.
0: No. No. Oh, because you get married. Uh... Oh. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. So you take November off.
1: Y- yep. <laughs> and I'm going to take October off too.
0: That's right. Yeah. Oh yeah, because the planning must be insane. Yeah. Oh God. I hate.
1: But let's move on Let's move
0: on from that. Um, so we got a lot going on. Uh you got your Kickstarter. I just released a playtest material for a game for my game Roommates, which is like a terrace house one page RPG. It's GMless. Yeah.
1: Um
0: it's dice less, GMless, and all tokens. hmm So I just released that on my Patreon, uh, patreon.com forward slash Daniel H. Uh so yeah, it's gonna be dope. We're playtesting right now, so I've released all the playtest materials for patrons. Mm-hmm. Uh, other than that, I think we're good. I think we got nothing else. I mean, the big star of this episode is you. Is me. Like, I don't know. When we, when I when I upload it to the website, when I put it on iTunes and Spotify, I'm going to say, like, Asians represent featuring Agatha. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> do I do that? Do I do a question mark featuring Agatha? Question mark? Yeah. Co-guested by Agatha? Yeah,
1: that, that's why I'm the co-guest.
0: You're the co-guest. So... <laughs> We'll figure out. I think I might put featuring Agatha. Yeah. Just Agatha. No last name. Just Agatha.
1: I mean, yeah.
0: Big cap letters. Yeah. We'll see. Yeah. Um, but th- this episode's all about you. This is about your game, Hearts of Wulin, mm-hmm. and that wuxia genre.
1: Yeah. So let's let's talk about the wuxia genre. What is wuxia?
0: I don't know. I'm the interviewer. <laughs> I'm supposed to ask you that. But I'm the
1: cold guest. <laughs> That's
0: true. See, see, like, when, when I think wuxia, I think of, like, martial artists. Mm-hmm. I think of like Jet Li, mm-hmm. I think of Michelle yo I think of like Chow Yun Fat. Mm-hmm. I think of like ad- these adventuring martial artists in ancient China.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. And let's do let's do a breakdown of the term wuxia. Yeah. So wu stands for um uh, martial, anything related to martial arts or anything yeah. like that. Xia is sort of like a
0: how like a hero. Sh-
1: yeah. Like a knight errant sort of.
0: Like a vigilante, like a Asian Robin Hood, is what I talked about earlier.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So like there's ideas of um being of justice, maintaining justice, and also kind of like being free from the strictures of society associated with the word Xia. Yeah. And then the Sha is always a
0: oh, That's okay. Sha is always a person. Yeah, and then there's that idea of Zhang Hu
1: yeah so so the wuxia genre let i'm gonna talk about wuxia genre yeah, first yeah. Go, so go this is it. this genre is kind of it, it's it was officially a literary genre as in it's been written down there's a collection of stories short stories um right at sort of like the mid mid to end of the qin dynasty so at around um 17
0: it was like the 18th century
1: yeah 18 between the 18th and 19th century of uh, that specific emperor um and yeah, it's a collection of short stories about these Xia who go around and they kind of like they uh they see that there's like injustice and then they kind of like fight injustice basically and that's the and they also have some kind of like martial skills. So that's basically where this genre came from. Yeah. But the way that we understand the Wuxia genre now, it's it's really this idea of like Oh, being able to... What what did you call it? Wirefu?
0: (laughs) Wirefu? Yeah, being able to... Well, like, like elements of the supernatural. Elements of the fantastical. Because it's very much like a fantasy genre, too.
1: Yeah, like, well, especially the parts about this, like, sick kind of martial arts fighting. Yeah.
0: It really um,
1: originated from... um, the new idea of the wuxia genre in the 50s, actually, from Hong right. Kong with, with all these, like, newspaper editors. <laughs> yeah, Hong I Kong. thought
0: that when you told me that, I was like, oh, that's interesting.
1: Yeah, they they were, like, writing these serialized uh, stories, um, publishing them in the newspapers. Uh, and so some of the really representative authors are Jin Yong and also Gu Long. And, yeah. and then they these stories are so popular, they've been remade over and over again into these movies and also these really long tv shows
0: <laughs> like the kind of tv shows like my grandparents watch yeah
1: they're good yeah
0: and, and agatha watches i do yes. i mean I, I just i just don't know where to get them i gotta get omni i guess no
1: no you can watch on youtube oh yeah if well if you need english subs that's a different story
0: yeah i need the english subs oh, okay because
1: apparently they're really bad i don't read english subs but apparently they're the right it's not great but i want to anyway.
0: appreciate them for what they are not like be like huh look at those joke subtitles <laughs> I want to appreciate them for what they are.
1: Yeah, and so so that's that's like sort of like the wuxia genre, um, and uh, I don't know. So you you mentioned the word Jianghu, right? Yeah, Jianghu is another one of these like keywords associated like, with
0: check check check. Yeah,
1: yeah. So well, actually, I, for before that, I'm going to talk about the Wulin world. So the Wulin world, Wulin is literally a, a part of the title of this game. Ooh, is again the same martial. Mm-hmm uh character and then lean means forest so this is like the
0: f- it's not fighting trees no <laughs>
1: it's the forest where all these That's sha all- reside <laughs> it's
0: metaphorically it's like Sherwood Sherwood not Sherwood forest That's not good. This is a <laughs> yeah. it's a bad analogy it's a bad analogy
1: yeah but it's basically like the world with within the world of this martial arts um society basically and it's kind of separate um from like the imperial rule so for example like magistrates and stuff they're not they sometimes like impact the lives of people who are part of the wulin world but they're not central to them and this also ties to the idea very ancient idea of the jianghu right so yes that that
0: precedes the wuxia
1: yes so the jianghu is a very old term and there's, like, a series of progression of what that means to, like, Chinese people, basically. Right. So Jianghu used to mean, like, anything that's not a part of imperial structure. So a lot of times, it was, like, people who are, like, oh, I'm so frustrated with the emperor, but I can't say anything about the emperor. Yeah, I just
0: want to talk shit about the emperor, but yeah, I can't. But,
1: but I can't, because they going to kill my whole family. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, you yeah. said it. Yeah, so, so they, a lot of times, they'll, like, retire from it. So it's, like, you refuse to take part um, in, like, the structures of imperial rule but you also don't get the advantages of it so you go and like right. live in the mountains and then you're like, like you
0: oh. withdraw
1: yeah so that's the jianghu uh, so anything that's separate from imperial structure so it's, it's kind of like outside of the structures of society so like
0: how does that relate to like when you break down the characters like river and lake like how do you how does how do the breakdown of characters actually work within the definition I'm, that that's something that i've always been confused about
1: you know i'm not really sure either i think this is actually from a quote uh, right like a very old quote from like the old pieces of literature that are talking about like it's like the philosophy of like what is
0: because i've always thought it's like oh you know it's like this like flowing water and the water kind of goes where it wants to go maybe maybe
1: i haven't really done research into it so listeners if you know about this write in
0: write <laughs> in let us know at uh, aznsrepresent at oneshotpodcast.com or get in touch with us on social media at aznsrepresent
1: you're getting so good at this <laughs> <laughs> but yeah so so that's the idea of the Jianghu well that was like the very old idea of the Jianghu and then Jianghu became associated with kind of the Wulin world they almost are interchangeable in a lot of these Wuxia stories mm-hmm. and then now in modern day if you say Jianghu what you mean is like people who are part of like Gangs.
0: <laughs> oh, okay. I yeah, know that. yeah. So, if you're literally like, like you're like against authority,
1: sort of, and you're kind of a criminal, but like associated with like organized crime. Right. So when you're like, oh, that person's like a like a. So in Mandarin, you say like, oh, Jianghu Ren, Jianghu Ren Then
0: you mean, oh, like yeah, a cr- criminal person, or yeah. you're
1: like Huan Jianghu. That's that's like, oh, this person <laughs> is maybe I
0: need to stay away. Just from. stay away.
1: Yeah. So so it it has really changed over. The years, but but the wulin world specifically is right. like it it draws from this idea of the Jianghu, but then it's more specific to these wuxia stories, where it's like all these people who are like like super good at martial arts, right? And they um they form their separate kind of societal structure outside of the imperial rule, where they have things that they care about. They have their own social hierarchies.
0: So it's in. like the the literal social and maybe physical setting of a Wusha story mm-hmm. is the is that Wu Lin
1: yeah and then it's like if you're so if and a lot of times it's like the people make the woolen. so right, if you're like oh i'm a part of the woolen, but this person who this person who's running this tea house that i'm drinking in, they're not a part of the willing and i can be here and living in this town but we are our social circles and what we care about are completely different
0: right it's it's like another layer of society yeah so it doesn't have to be literally in a forest.
1: Uh, no.
0: <laughs> <laughs> per 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 like the, the the chinese characters. Right, right, right.
1: Yeah, right. no, it's yeah. So that's 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 the wulin world, that's the wuxia. The wuxia genre. Okay. So
0: we cover wuxia, wulin and mm-hmm. then Jianghu.
1: Yeah. So so what are the so you watch a lot of wuxia films. Yeah, right?
0: like so so like you read a lot of wuxia stories. Yes. and I watch a lot of wuxia stories.
1: Mm-hmm. So like what are the kind of themes that you usually see in these?
0: Like films? like for me like like you said you said justice. Uh-huh. Like one of the things you said was like individualism. Uh-huh. Like bucking up against authority, Yeah. the idea of loyalty and courage because these I mean loyalty and courage is something that you see a lot in Chinese films. Yeah, that's like true. one of my favorite Asian directors is, is John Woo. Yeah. I love John Woo. I have all of his movies on DVD, mm. especially the bad ones. Um, but like a lot of the things you see is like these, these idea of loyalty and courage mm-hmm. and like being truthful and honest. But these are also like Chinese like virtues.
1: Yeah, it has deep ties to Confucius ideals. Yeah,
0: and then there's like in Wuxia, you all often see like, and this is something you don't see in John Wu stuff, but in Wuxia films, you see like that disregard for wealth. Like, These characters right. often don't look wealthy, or if they are, they don't flaunt it. Mm-hmm. At least the heroes. Mm. Um, I think of, would you say, like, the water margin is wuxia?
1: The water margin?
0: You know, um, like, oh. the 108 demon stars and they come down and become yeah, bandits. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's wuxia, yeah. right? That is. Yeah. That, that is. Because that's everything about that is wuxia. Mm-hmm.
1: Um, do, do we want to give a brief description of this story? The water margin, yeah. It's, yeah, we
0: could go. We can go into that. Uh, very, Do you want to?
1: Yeah, yeah. So very briefly, uh, the, is it? So it's called the Water Margin in English.
0: Yeah, yeah. The Water Margin.
1: Cool. Yeah. So it's about like these people who used to be stars, or they're a part of this constellation, and they.
0: Uh, they they basically like, there's 108 outlaws, and they basically come down to earth. Yeah. And they basically, uh fight against the government. They later become a part of the government and they fight against foreign invaders. And they're they're like, imagine 108 Robin Hoods, all like super skilled martial artists, Mm -hmm. some with like dope ass tattoos.
1: Mm -hmm. And some of them more righteous than others. Yes. And some of them very not righteous, but it's, they're all these outlaw bandits who like, the government
0: is like, no, but then they're like, but you suck government. (laughs) We'll make it better. It's cool. Um, the water mar- margin also, like, made its way over to Japan as well. Oh. Yeah. So, you know, um, do you know the, R- there's, like, this RPG video game series called Tsukoden? No. Uh, it, it's, it's, like, a video game series, and it's based on the water margin. Ooh. So, it's, like, all about these, like, bandit-type characters. Right. And so, you see these characters. It's actually one of the reasons why tattoos became really popular in Japan. <gasps> Um, so in the water margin, the care, the, the main bandits of the water margin are tattooed.
1: Oh, Uh, yeah. And that,
0: when it made its way over to Japan, that, that sort of style of the practice of tattooing, which was already in Japan, Mm -hmm. um, became really popular amongst like samurai and the elite and they got tattoos. Oh, snap. I didn't know that. Right. And then later on tattoos became (laughs) outlawed. Right. Right. But this Chinese book had a heavy influence on tattoo culture in Japan. I learned about that at a museum. Yeah.
1: Hey, what do you know?
0: Hey, what do you know? Oh,
1: Museums, yeah. carry <laughs> Museums carry
0: knowledge. Museums carry knowledge. But yeah, so like I would always consider the water margin like a form of wuxia literature. Yeah,
1: it definitely is.
0: It's Even though it's like way older, I think.
1: Yeah, and yeah. again, the wuxia genre has has been around for quite a while. Um, I think another really defining aspect of a lot of wuxia stories is the, the way that people are tied to their entanglements with each
0: other oh good segue
1: (laughs) every single time (laughs) sorry
0: stop calling out my segue no they're good i'm just complimenting you
1: (laughs) thanks but again segue ruined
0: yeah last time (laughs) i did that last recording too yeah it was a different segue (laughs) i know but yeah you're right like entanglements Mm -hmm. Uh, that's what that and that kind of relates to correct me if i'm wrong that relates to that that wu lin, mm-hmm. that like connectedness
1: yes it's like there's and this is kind of the way that collectivist societies work <laughs> is that it's a lot of times it's not like about your individual it sort of is about your individual desires and wants but it's more about how like your your promises to each other or um your Dude, like your duty? relationships to each other sorry like duty sort of like duty yeah and but a lot of times for example like There's a lot of, and this is, again, like, Confucius thought, where it's, like, you need to respect the, like, elders. Right. And this is not just, like, oh, I feel like it carries so much more weight than I can explain in English because it's that.
0: Well, it's a deeply cultural thing.
1: It is so cultural.
0: Like, that, I mean, we as, like. East Asian kids, Taiwanese, Chinese, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. growing up, learning to respect our elders. When when I hear like respect your elders, I think, yeah, of course I'm going to respect my elders or else I'm going to get beat.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> right? Yeah,
1: basically. But it's also like you just, you can't, you sh- like it's really n- not good for you not to do that. So yeah. even if they're not worthy
0: of your respect. You still have to. You, you owe them that. Yeah. Yes. That's what it right. is. There it is. It, it's ob- oblig- obligated respect.
1: Yeah. And it's like, and... And sometimes you don't want to, but it's like you do. And I feel like in a lot of these stories, like they explore, they actually explore, like at least in Jin Yong's uh, writing, uh, which are, have been made into a lot of films and shows. So like, for example, Legend of the Condor Hero. That's a that's yeah. a thing.
0: <laughs> yep. It's a great title.
1: <laughs> yeah. And then like also like have, Heavenly Sword, Dragon Saber. Anyway, those are pretty sick stories. I like them. Um, but they... Exp- it's a good title. Yeah, they explore a lot of these ideas, and they sometimes enforce them, and then sometimes they, um, sometimes they kind of fight against them as, as well. And they explore how much it constrains people. And I feel like that's a really integral part of wuxia stories as well. Is that they are very entertaining. It's a genre like like genre fiction, but at the same time, they oftentimes. I feel like it's because they're genre, so then they get to explore these themes without being censored, basically.
0: Yeah, without <laughs> being... That's a good way of putting it. Yeah. I mean, like... I, I, the listeners are probably thinking, they're like, oh, man. like they're, We're hearing about all these things, wuxia, like, these different stories, all these different, uh, like, aspects of, like, very much, like, Chinese and Taiwanese culture. Mm-hmm. They're like, but have I ever seen one of these before? Mm-hmm. Like... I don't—are, like, Wuxia, like, novels really—have they really made it here to the West?
1: Um, Some of the genome stories have been translated. Yeah? Yeah. But but I think movies are more popular.
0: The Movies are definitely more popular. I think, like, people think about, like, Crutching Tiger, Hidden Dragon. Yes. Hero, House of Flying Daggers. Uh-huh. Those are big Asian releases here. Mm-hmm. And then the American ones, like, I say Kung Fu Panda, mm-hmm. which you haven't seen. I have not uh we should watch it it's it's so good it looks cute it's so good i've seen people in front of me watch
1: it on planes
0: (laughs) oh but you haven't so you've kind of watched it from afar maybe yeah yeah so but like i think kung fu panda is a great american homage to the wuxia genre Mm -hmm. with a little bit of that like comedy Mm -hmm. Uh, and obviously it translates well Mm -hmm. like kung fu panda is a global phenomenon Mm -hmm. right and then i think into the badlands which is a little bit more obscure Mm. uh that tv show on amc
1: it's on Netflix, too. It's on
0: Netflix now. Yeah. Uh, but most people maybe won't consider that wuxia because it doesn't feature, like, a primarily Asian cast. Yeah. Like, that's I, the one thing you said. Yeah, I didn't watch it because, like I, was, white people. because
1: I was like, oh, it looks like it, it, there's, like, kung fu stuff, but there's also a lot of white people. So, it, from my experience, that doesn't bode well.
0: <laughs> yeah. And I, and, I mean, that is a very, very logical observation. Yeah. I think it's got two amazing actors. So it's, Obviously, it's got Daniel Wu, mm-hmm. who I think is very, very talented. Mm-hmm. And then in the later seasons, it has uh, Richard Tan. Mm. And he, he was actually in Iron Fist. I don't know if you watched Iron Fist.
1: Mm, that's one of the ones where I'm like, um, <laughs> nah. Like, that's he. So, cool.
0: he, he, interesting story. So, he's, he actually auditioned. He's a, He's actually Asian. Uh, he auditioned <laughs> to play Iron Fist. And they were like, Nah. And they cast him as this, like, drunken master. Mm. And in the entire series, he was, like, one of the only legit martial artists in the show.
1: Yeah, so this is nothing new. Yeah,
0: and you don't see him until episode 8. But he's actually one of the main characters in Into the Badlands in the later seasons. Cool. And Daniel Wu is obviously the main character. He's badass, motorcycle riding, sword-wielding, tattooed, like, enforcer. It's awesome.
1: Yeah, and you were saying that Into the Badlands is, is not, like, a pure wuxia genre, right? It's got elements of, like... Post-apocalyptic,
0: yeah, just with the aesthetic. Imagery, but yeah. I also think for me, Into the Badlands is really is a really important show, just like The Walking Dead. Have I talked about The Walking Dead before?
1: No, you haven't.
0: Okay, so all the right, walking...
1: people, buckle in your seatbelts. No, it's
0: real quick because this is about <laughs> you. Like, I think The Walking Dead and Into the Badlands are really important because a, both of their Asian main characters had romantic entanglements with people who weren't Asian, mm. and I think that's super important. Mm. Um A, because like, there's this like. Thing that you see in mainstream media where like Asian men aren't aren't portrayed as desirable, right? Oh yeah, we talked about that. Yeah, we talked about this yeah, other like, episode. Yeah, and they're portrayed as like sort of like subservient to, to the desires of other people, mm-hmm. or like they're they're always seen as like undesirable. Mm. And then you know, crazy rich Asians came out and but, but it's like only Asians like Asians. Mm. That's a big thing you see on the media. Mm. But then in Into the Badlands and on The Walking Dead, the Asian leads who are both like whew, very handsome men, mm-hmm. um, have non Asian love interests, mm-hmm. which I think is really cool for somebody like me. Right. Yeah. Like just seeing that on screen is like we made it <laughs>
1: yeah it's like well, we made it but no. it's like okay like my my life experience is more accurately reflected
0: yeah because like my partner is an asian yeah right and so i i see you know an aspect of my life come to play in yeah, fiction yeah totally and i think that's really cool yeah that's why i have this attachment to Into the badlands plus the fight scenes are great oh, okay yeah. yeah oh
1: that's a very good pitch
0: yeah and they're very wuxia mm.
1: very much like it they've
0: they've got the sort of the wire fighting and, yeah wire foo. and like and the people like look like they really trained hard to to portray that in the show so i i really give that show props That's, plus its setting is really unique
1: that is very cool yeah because the yeah the, the wuxia genre has really it it's m- both expanded and it mixes well with a lot of different genres so this is kind of aesthetically this is already different from like what you would traditionally associate with like a wuxia genre which is basically they're all always dressed The style of clothing, either from the Weijin dynasties or from like... Looks like
0: they were in court apparel.
1: Yeah, from Weijing dynasties or maybe from Yuan dynasties is what I always associate with. Yeah, so like this is
0: different and you can see the Asian influence in everybody's clothing. Mm. It's interesting, kind of in the same way that Firefly, Mm. except there, there are some problematic aspects of Firefly.
1: I've never watched it.
0: It's it's inter- interesting future. It's like uh, a future where Asia and America, are the world superpowers.
1: So, so like pretty much every cyberpunk story.
0: Yeah, but it's like more like a Western. Oh okay. Uh, the only problem with the show, despite it being a future where Asia is a very prominent. Nation and, and entity, that so mm-hmm. you never rarely see Asians, right? <laughs> it's the only problem with the show,
1: right? Okay, that's um, fair.
0: But but back to back to Wuxia, I mean, and... like, people have seen elements of Wuxia before. They've seen Crouching Tiger, they've seen Kung Fu Panda, mm-hmm. Into the Badlands, mm-hmm. they've probably seen The Matrix. That's true, I and mean, elements of The Matrix like draw from Wuxia, mostly in the martial arts. Hashtag I know Kung Fu, <laughs> hashtag I know Kung Fu. <laughs> um, oh man, that yeah. <laughs> But, like, we, we see these, things. these are elements of, you know, cinema and television that many people are familiar with.
1: Yeah, so if you're, like, oh, what is, if you're, like, Hearts of wing, like, I would love to play this game, but I also am, like, not really familiar with this genre,
0: you may be more familiar than you think. Exactly. And, like, the part that I think that I would be least familiar with based on, you know, from a Wuxia perspective is the drama, yeah. right? The 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 melodrama as you mm-hmm. like to say mm-hmm. um it
1: really is pretty melodramatic
0: which which features heavily in it like uh, we were talking about the game earlier and we we're like okay what are the what are your main influences of the game and like what's your elevator pitch for mm-hmm. the game because there are so many games about asia let's be honest there's so many games about asia out right but now are there i mean not written by asians oh <laughs> but like like what's the what's the pitch? What well, what is Hearts of Woolen? What makes it unique? So,
1: so first of all, well I'm gonna go into like game mechanics very soon and like the fun parts of the game. Well, it's all fun, but like the especially exciting parts of it, which is that if they're really they help create that kind of narrative um, that that you see in these stories. So if you're if you're like oh I've seen Cartoon Tiger Hidden Dragon for example, and you're like I am really interested in telling this kind of story with this kind of like melodramatic like. Um, it, just a lot of elevated emotions and things like that, but also expressed in a very uh, um, oblique way. That yeah. this game gives you a lot of opportunities to do that. But also, I feel like one thing I really like about this game, and I think Lowell has done a really good job with like writing a lot of like writing the mechanics, is that this is actually a really great way and a really fun way to kind of experience of an aspect of Chinese culture. In a way where it doesn't, you know, you're just having fun and you're like kicking ass, and then and or like crying in the rain because
0: you just crying in the rain because you
1: just killed your dad because your teacher raised you to do that and you never knew, and then in his dying breath he's like beat two doves on your father. Oh wait, <laughs> <laughs> Star Wars
0: is this a Star Wars, uh, which is also based on you know Japanese fiction,
1: right? Um, so it's so that's and like because a lot of the things, for example, um. Let's talk about the entanglements, which is a huge yeah. part of this game. So entanglements uh are it's a part of character creation. Every character, every PC uh has two entanglements that they need to create. Well, you draw from lists. So one is a general entanglement and one is a romantic entanglement, and there are lists for both that you would choose from. And so an example of a general one is literally um my my master aka my teacher uh so-and-so has raised me to um to 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 kill to kill my father to kill my family member so-and-so so So that's a general entanglement these are all again this is why i emphasize the melodrama yes (laughs) because that's very melodramatic and then a romantic one could be um i i'm engaged to so-and-so but i know that they're actually in love with someone else
0: see i like that
1: yeah that's that's an actual entanglement that you can choose. That's awesome. Yeah, where you can be like, I'm married to so-and-so, but I know that they're actually in love with so-and-so.
0: And and I think another interesting thing about the game is that you've actually, you've drawn, you've taken inspiration from a lot of other games like like Monster Hearts and The Veil. Yeah, totally. And so you, And Masks.
1: And yeah. Masks, of yeah. course.
0: And I mean, all of those games kind of very much line up with your style of GMing. Right. It only totally makes sense that you're working on a game like this right.
1: too. Yeah, but like, if for example, so these entanglements are very... I feel like in a way they're kind of universal because melodrama is universal, but they right. also touch on a lot of cultural values of Chinese people where it's like, there's a lot of entanglements that are about um, family. So like my father um, treats someone like my, my sibling a lot better than me, but I remain loyal to them. And so that's one of them. And then there's a lot of like about relationships with either your family figure, like your siblings, your parental figures and or your teachers which are also parental figures so right. i feel like it's like they're they're really heightened but then it's also a fine way to be like oh this is like this is a sort of version of com- like confucius ideals which right. is that i really care about these things i really care about my obligation to my parents but i also really care about this person that i'm in love with
0: who being torn it's yeah like being pulled not not by two different worlds, but it's like being pulled by two different desires. Mm-hmm. That's cool. Yeah. Right. And, and of course, your your attribute. Like people ask, like, okay, what are you like? It's a PBTA game, so uh-huh. it's powered by the apocalypse. Yep. Two D sixes. Yep. Um,
1: and you you get to choose which stat that you're rolling with. Yeah. Except, just like
0: just like the veil.
1: Uh huh. Except when you're fighting, uh, then when you're fighting, uh, there's basically there's a couple of fighting moves. So the main one is dual. So like the way that combat works in this game it's it's very there's a lot of narrative flags i think that's the term triggers narrative triggers sure yeah that you would choose from so it's not as much like oh like mimetic. so like oh let me let me talk about like this move that i take means that i have like these tactical advantages it's not really not that kind of a, a no, game yeah of course so it's more like for example in duel um there's it's defined by scales and scale is very based on the pc so it's like okay so this person that you're fighting is either at your scale above your scale or below your scale and depending on that um and depending on your role that will affect your result so for example if they're on your scale depending on how you roll you may win or lose the fight and then uh depend and if they're below your scale you always win but then how you roll determines how great that
0: win is! Yeah, the 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 degrees to which you succeed or fail.
1: Yeah, because you can win a fight, but actually come out looking terrible to everyone else. Yeah, and so that that's like a fun thing. And then also, if they're above your scale, you always lose. And then how your role determines how you get to describe how you lose.
0: Yeah, I mean, like wuxia itself is very performative, so it makes sense yeah. how other people perceive you. Because, I mean, in, like in in the movies, a lot of the things that you see are actually like you know, like, um, Shu moves, It's mm-hmm, mm-hmm. uh, very performative, made very cinematic, mm-hmm. very dramatic in terms of how people move and how people act around each other. Yeah. And totally. so you've kind of encapsulated that. Cause you said there are like multiple combat moves. There's like, yeah. uh. There's
1: also fight troops. Yeah. Which is where th- this is definitely very in a genre where it's like the, the, the hero kind of like encounters a group of <laughs> really. <laughs> extras who are really good at fighting yeah and then defeats them all in a very dramatic way so that's another move and then there's also a pc versus pc duel which is super fun where it's like okay we gonna have combat so for example um you you insulted me right oh, and i throw down my teacup
0: <laughs> throw down your teacup <laughs> and i
1: come at you and then i'm like okay okay so it's time for a pc versus pc duel so i'm gonna offer you uh either so you can offer like Use experience points or you can offer like um a change in the entanglement so before it could be like oh your character is in love with my character but i am in love with someone else right and now it can be like okay i'm gonna offer you that i'm in love with you but now i changed my mind but and but we were we're fighting so we can't be together
0: yes yeah, so now now we hate each other
1: well, but, but but like hate slash love
0: hate love hate
1: so that's my offer to you and you can be like yeah, sick. I accept. So, I accept your offer, which means that I, I accept losing. Yeah. Or you can be like I reject this offer.
0: Change the terms.
1: Yeah, in which case I would have to mark mark an element and be like, "Okay, copy that."
0: And copy, copy that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh, that's cool.
1: Yeah, so and and yeah, the way that you kind of like every time you roll um, a size front when you're doing uh you get to choose which element you want to roll with. Yeah. And the flip side of that is that if you fail a roll, uh, generally if you fail a roll the the GM will tell you to mark your element and when it's marked then you don't get to use it until you use other moves to clear it. And the only exception to well and so if the only exception to to that is that when you're fighting you always use your style element so you pick an element and then you roll with it so if that one's marked that means you can't fight. Ooh which is super fun.
0: Very very like the veil, except a little bit more challenging. Yeah. Because it, it's kind of like it just happens. Yeah.
1: And then to clear that, you either have to get someone to comfort or support you. Right. Uh, or uh, you have to comfort or support someone very successfully.
0: I would you... be very interested to see how this game plays with like in a one-on-one scenario. Right. Right. Because there would be a lot of drama, obviously, between the NPCs mm-hmm. and the player. But then like if you... Like the stakes are so much higher, which is really interesting because like this is very much a game about collaboration. Mm -hmm. It's very much a game about, you know, all of the other warriors, Mm -hmm. uh, all, you know, your entire network of people who you rely on, but who you also might be working against. Right. And I like that. And I think that's sometimes really cool. they're the same people. Yeah, and so like is changing you're... and it's dynamic. Yeah, it right? is based on the drama.
1: Yeah, and the entanglements will they can be changed at the beginning of every session. Depends. Yeah. So you will be like, oh, does this still apply? Are we still in love with each
0: other? <laughs> Are we still in love with each other? <laughs> oh. Let me let me just check with you. Are we in love?
1: <laughs> the person can be like, oh, DKM, you almost killed my my dad last time, and then it's like, okay, maybe I, okay, uh,
0: okay, maybe we're not. So it's it it also is like well-suited to long-term play.
1: Yeah, it's very, yeah, it's very narratively focused, so it's, yeah, suited for both short and long-term. So,
0: like, when people, so how do you respond to people who will ask, like, okay, well, how do I do the, like, I want to walk on water, I want to be light-footed, I want to, like, run up walls and, like, jump through the air and point my sword, and Mm -hmm. then we like, I cut, like, a blade of grass in half, or, like, I, like, as I'm, like, stabbing my sword through the air, like, I, I pierce through a droplet of rain, um, all of that is,
1: yes, you just get to do it. You, I, like this game is like all about describing how amazing and cinematic it yeah. looks. And none of that, it's like, I mean, some of these may be affected by how well you roll. So you can be like, I stab through that blade and then you roll and it's like, oh, that's a fail. And then it's like, I stab through it and then someone else stabs me. <laughs> <laughs> Cause,
0: Cause people will ask, they're like, okay, how do, do you just do it? How does that work? Yeah. Cause are more the tried people. Right, that's fair. Who will also ask that.
1: Yeah. Okay. I
0: like it. Yeah. Like, I yeah. want to play it. Yeah, it's
1: very based on, also like in the beginning you get to choose like a really sick name for your fighting style. And then so there's, and there's like a list that you can choose from where you can create your own. Like one of it was, there was like thou, okay. thousand, thousand Star Fist. Oh. And so then you just like think like, about like that. Like
0: Fist of the North Star. Have you ever read <laughs> Fist of the North Star? <laughs> <laughs> like, bah, 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 and then they go, and then they explode.
1: Jeez. Yeah. Oh, that, that's, that's really...
0: Right, but, but that's also a part of the wuxia genre. That, yeah. Like, the, their exaggerated prowess. Mm-hmm. But also that, like, fighting with, like, pressure points and acupuncture points. Oh, I like, love that. Like, boom, I hit you there. Like, oh, I can't move my arm.
1: Yeah. Or, like, boom, I hit you there. Oh, I can't speak.
0: Yeah. Or that, have you heard of that, like, the death touch? Like, that dimak? Yes. It's like, oh, boom, I hit you with the death touch. And you're just like, oh, <laughs> you fall over. Jeez. Oh, yes i do know <laughs> <laughs> i hope that's in the game but <laughs> well, you can do that because you said
1: yeah you can technically do that if you succeed on your duel <sighs> and then you choose not to give them mercy and that's a really interesting thing is like in uh, death
0: par- isn't always a choice well, the, the, well re- the resolution
1: well actually it's a lot of times like if you choose to let them go or spare their life then you get an experience point and nice. then you also like describe what that looks like so
0: you don't just get experience for failure no, you get experience for, uh, what's the best way to say it? You, you get experience for having um, non-confrontational outcomes of maybe. fights, of fights. <laughs> be like, you know, I'm gonna kill you, and you're like, okay, 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 and then you let them go. And yeah, you're
1: like, or having that dramatic moment of like yeah. a lot of these sha who are like, oh, just go, don't let <laughs> me see you again. They're all
0: standing on branches, <laughs> yeah. and one guy's on the ground. And no, he's no, going, don't... he's like, oh, fine. <laughs> Yeah, and, r- jumps <laughs> <away>.
1: <laughs> and runs
0: away. And everybody starts <laughs> disperses. Yeah.
1: yeah, and another way you get experience is actually by rolling this move that I love called inner conflict.
0: You love inner conflict. I do love it. And <laughs> you love it in games. <laughs> oh always? <laughs> no, always? <I'm> kidding. always?
1: <laughs> yeah, and in this game, this move is exactly what it sounds like. So if yeah. it's like if you're encountering some kind of struggle that has to do with your entanglement. Or if it's just like a very clearly a hard time that your character is experiencing, then you roll inner conflict and that's, that's, you always get experience from rolling it because it's always like a struggle. Right. And then depending on how well you roll, if you roll like, for example, a seven to nine, then you, uh, you have the option of either marking an element or. Which is
0: your attribute.
1: Yes. So one of the stats that you can roll with. Yeah. Those are all elements. Uh, and there are five of them.
0: Yeah, the wuxing.
1: Wuxing, which yeah. the five elements,
0: which is? Metal. Wood. Wood, fire, water, and earth.
1: Yeah.
0: Oh, I'm Chinese. I yeah. got this. <laughs> <laughs> this is how you define Chinese. <laughs> I know the wuxing. What's, what's wuxing? <laughs> <laughs> That's my, my grandma. grandma's like, what's wuxing? <laughs> oh, okay, okay. <laughs> okay, okay. That's the bamboo feather duster. Ooh. Oh, 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 my gosh. Ooh. <laughs> you ever had that when you were a kid? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, it's like a, I feel like it's a, a very intrinsic part of being Asian. Mm-hmm. Like seeing one of those things, it's like,
1: oh. yeah, you you never think about cleaning when you see one no, of those. never, never. Yeah. You hit like a. I've never seen anyone clean with those actually. No,
0: I think they're just designed to hit kids with.
1: <laughs> this sounds so bad. It's only spanking. It's only spanking. It's only spanking. Yeah.
0: Is it? This is a. It's a, a very, very cultural thing.
1: Yeah, definitely very cultural. Yeah, but, but
0: I, I think that's what's cool about the game though, because it, like you said, it, like, it it really relies on traditional chinese values and experiences right but but isn't overt about it isn't like forcing it on you it's not like learn this it's yeah, like and this is just a part of the experience in the game
1: yeah they're all just a part of the mechanics yeah. that you are using um, but and like a lot of the moves like the yeah they're like, all
0: informed by these things the,
1: yeah the like the playbook moves as well but yeah inner conflict is super fun because also if you fail you can well not fail if you roll the seven tonight you can you get to choose to run away you're like <laughs> i don't want to mark <laughs> bye so it's like oh my gosh these two people are here and i can't deal with it i peace out <laughs> i peace out <laughs> <laughs> i thought
0: you're gonna say something to you're like i peace out <laughs> yeah i, I so I'm so awkward. what are where are some of the playbooks
1: um okay so there's this one called the aware which is kind of like uh, a teacher slash sifu there's uh one of the backgrounds where it's literally wandering sifu um so it's kind of like a wise character and then they have like a move where they can uh they can like talk down um confrontational situations i like that where they're gonna fight um and then there's also um there's the loyal which is a very like a stereotypical kind of like Sha character, like they, like
0: they, like the supporter.
1: Yeah. Well, no, like like the kind of person that's that can't look away from injustice,
0: sort of thing. Oh, okay.
1: Yeah, and they have backgrounds like wanderer. That's or, like the
0: Wang Fei hung sort of character. Yeah, 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 yeah.
1: And then they, they, there's like one of the moves is literally called Heavenly Sword Dragon Saber, which is that you have a a specific weapon that everyone always recognizes.
0: Your, your your iconic item.
1: Uh-huh. And then so you get like plus one to when you're dealing with troops or people.
0: Who That's are just cool because like, you like can scare normies. them away. Be like, you draw your sword. It's like,
1: look. Yeah, or you just like turn a little bit and then the sunlight glints off your blade. And then all these people who were like menacing, oh, damn. they were like, oh, oh, no, no. Yo, 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 let's leave. <laughs> yo, yo, yo.
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. So... <laughs> So I think if we were to play this, this would go very much in the direction of a Stephen Chow movie.
1: <laughs> Yo, this game really. So there's another. That'd be fun. Yeah. There's a, another one that's called The Unorthodox. And that one is definitely based off of these more comedic kind of Wuxia stories. And, yeah. Because like that one is the one where you get to choose a background where it's, it's called The Unaware, where you're like, you don't know that you know martial arts.
0: Ah, uh, see, that's the one I would pick.
1: Yeah. And then like one of them. Oh, there's so many good rooms in that. And I don't remember their names, but one of them is literally you get to break things uh if you're like uh, something
0: goes wrong you just like
1: bam. or if something is breakable like an inn for example yeah then break the inn <laughs> yeah
0: and then if you feel obviously really bad things I just happen i just think of um avatar the last airbender the guy's like my cabbages
1: no yeah. yeah and then there's another move in there where it's like you uh you if if you get to um, always humiliate uh, your opponent when you win. Okay. As long as you always let them off, like you, you always spare their lives. You let
0: you, you, you embarrass them, and that's at the extent of yeah. their defeat.
1: Yeah. So you hang them upside down in front of the town square, kind it's of thing. That's
0: very uh, it's like uh, many of Jackie Chan's characters. Yes. Exactly. Yeah.
1: So that's so these are kind of like the different archetypes I can choose. from. That's
0: cool. That's yeah. cool. So oh man,
1: there's also more, but.
0: There's also more, but we'll, we'll keep that on the deal because if people want to uh, learn all the playbooks, they want to play this game. Where should they go? Well, they should go head to Kickstarter on May 7th. I don't know why you asked me that because this is your Kickstarter. Where should they go? Because we're co-guests and this is my habit. We're not co-guests. You're, you're you're the co-guest. <laughs> oh, that's true. <laughs> that's true. You're not It's not my game. This is your game. That's true. So where should they go on May 7th?
1: <laughs> they should go to the, the hearts of Wulin. And again, that's spelled W-U-L-I-N. Kickstarter.
0: Yeah. And uh, I mean, if you want to, you know, um, follow up on Hearts of Wulin, if you're curious about it, if you are curious about how the game will play, if you want to hear like listen to gameplay that's like on the gauntlet Mm -hmm. um, or on One Shot Network or on BroadSwords, you got a whole bunch of promos lined up. Yeah,
1: it'll be on One Shot. It'll also be uh, like bonus episodes on BroadSwords, And also it's going to be on She the Super Geek.
0: Yes, that's the one. I forgot about that one. Mm -hmm. Uh, You can find all of those on the Asians Represent socials like for the month of may we're just gonna just like hearts of woolen everything Aww, yeah. we, like, we got you this is what it's about it's about like the show is about uplifting other asian creators and that includes ourselves it
1: includes a co-guest it includes a co-guest
0: <laughs> <laughs> so uh on launch day Head to twitter.com forward slash AZNS represent. Head to our Instagram at AZNS represent. Of course, our Facebook at AZNS represent. Mm-hmm. It's going to be dope. Mm-hmm. It's going to be dope. Um, if you have any questions you know, for Agatha, mm-hmm.
1: shoot us. Well, you can
0: tweet at us or you can
1: shoot me an or email. If, or if it's a
0: private question.
1: Yeah, yeah. If you're like, oh, but what if. <laughs>
0: oh but what if i found... no no don't worry like email <laughs> send us an email um if you want to have like a little longer discussion
1: mm-hmm. it's a z n s represent at one shot podcast network no nope. one, I... <laughs> one shot
0: podcast.com one shot podcast.com. oh man yeah <laughs> so the month of may is going to be all about agatha but we are not the only show on the One Shot Podcast Network. Mm-hmm. Who, who should we? Who? who who's this episode shout out for?
1: Okay, this episode's shout out is for drum roll, please.
0: We oh, need, wow. we really need that you, s- that that soundboard. We
1: really do. Wow, you actually drum rolled. I'm I'm. Impressed. I mean, you
0: you got the yeah, that's true. Horn. I got a drum roll.
1: Yeah, yeah. Okay, so it's going to be a modifier. Nice. Okay. Modifier is an interview show hosted by Megan Dornbrock, all about why and how people change games, from the hobbyist to the professional, from house rules to publication. We all have in mind a better way to play. <laughs> that's funny.
0: What's yours? Are you asking me my my way, better way to play?
1: I think that's this is just the part of the the show. <laughs> oh, I was like, oh my god, I like got put on the spot. <laughs>
0: Meg's great. Meg also did my Twitter profile picture. That's
1: true. She's she's amazing. Yeah, and that show is pretty fun too. I actually listened to it. Oh, it's a great show! Yeah,
0: there are so many good shows, and we try to highlight all of them. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, again, May is all about Hearts of Wulin and Agatha's yes. project. No, yes. now I'm Daniel, and I'm Agatha, and you've just listened to Asians, Asians Represent. Represent.